This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy for people or for dogs. We all know that. And kibble is subject to multiple rounds of high heat processing, making it an ultra processed food. The farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. My dog, Barnaby, loves the farmer's dogs. When he sees me pulling one of those packets out, he comes running. It's personalized, vet-developed, and it has recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portion, ready-to-serve packs, and they're conveniently delivered on whatever schedule works for me. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast about how to be happier. This week is a celebration. Unbelievable as it is, this is our fourth anniversary So as we've done each year, we're going to look back on some of the most popular Try This at Home, happiness hacks, and favorite moments of the year that just passed. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm in New York City, and with me is my sister Elizabeth Kraft, my now four-year co-host. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. And Gretch, in the world of podcasts, I guess we're seniors. I know. Yes, yes. And I have to say, we've never missed an episode. We're very vain about that. Oh, we are. Now, we're, at some point, we're going to miss one, and then we're going to stop <laughs> being able to brag about it. Yes. So I guess we just have to enjoy it as long as we can. As long as we can. Now, Elizabeth, you have an announcement. Yes, I want to let everyone know that Sarah and I are having a Happier in Hollywood meetup in Los Angeles, March 3rd, at a bar called Idle Hour, which is in North Hollywood. It'll be from 5 to 7 on Sunday, March 3rd. So I'd love to see everybody there. And we're going to have a jar for everyone to put their one-word theme of the year on and on a little piece of paper and put it in the jar just for a little nice ritual. So... I would love to see everybody at Idle Hour on March 3rd. Yeah, and I will put a link in the show notes to the information. So if if you want to look that up, you can just look in the show notes uh, for this is episode 209. I mean, I wanted to let everybody know that I'm going on tour for my book tour. Outer Order, Inner Calm is taking me to New York City, Boston, Cuyahoga, San Francisco, Mission Viejo, San Diego, Los Angeles, Dallas, North Richland Hills, Darien, Connecticut, and Washington, D.C., and I will post a link um, to my events. So please come bring your friends. This is We're getting out in the world, Elizabeth. This is excellent. Yes, and Gretch, you're going to be staying with me, so I'm sure there will be clutter clearing oh, happening. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, while you are staying at my house. <laughs> it always does, but right now I'm, I'm in particular happiness bully mode when it comes to clutter clearing. Absolutely. <laughs> now, in this last year, Elizabeth, in our personal lives, a lot has happened. 
Yes. I mean, Gretchen, I remember when the show launched, I literally remember exactly where I was. I was in Hawaii with Jack and Adam on vacation. And I remember like sitting on the lanai, listening to the show, and then like looking up our numbers and yes. saying, oh my gosh, people are actually listening. <laughs> Um, and it was so exciting, yes. and, but we had no idea that four years later, it would be this huge part of our lives. Yeah. It's hard to believe. And then here I am four years later waiting for my show to premiere. I mean, I would never have known then that Marsha Clark, who I had admired for so long would be my partner, you know, and that we would be having a show premiere on ABC in, you know, a few weeks. So on March 18th, yeah. on March 18th yeah. at 10 p.m., uh, just to yes. be clear for anyone who's yeah. waiting to see the fix uh, premiere. Uh, yes. I know it is so funny, like how much can happen. And on my side, I, I've been getting out of order intercom ready for publication this year. That's been a big thing. I'm now working with my assistant, Kyle, who's made my work life so much easier he even helped me switch to a digital calendar. I never thought you would do that. I never thought I would do it. And I have to say, although I do miss my beloved file effects, I still have it right on my desk so I can just like mm -hmm. look at it. It's like a little pet. Um, I do have to say <laughs> a, a digital calendar is a lot more efficient. That is that has yeah. been a big change. And Gretchen, in the four years we've moved the podcast, we have a new home at Cadence 13, and that's been great. That's very exciting. Now, Elizabeth, we have a question also we wanted to pose for our listeners. So listeners... We need a name for the people who listen to the show, like Happier Heads or Happier Rights or something like that. And so we are throwing it out to you. Do you have a good idea of what we would call the listeners as a group? Because we're yes, hoping it's to... funny. After four years, people have emailed us yes. before asking what's, you know, yes. this question. And we've never had an answer. And we thought, okay, after four years, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> yes. We need nicknames. Yes, we need that. And clearly we're not we're not coming up with it ourselves. So we need to mm -hmm. um, throw it out to the crowd and see what people come up with. Now, looking back at the Try This at Homes, Elizabeth, it was so fun to review everything that we did. And it's interesting, the ones that really did prove the most popular. Mm. And I have to say, my favorite, I mean, speaking of clutter clearing to come, among my favorites are episode 10, which is where we cleaned your closet way back at the beginning. And then episode 160, where we did a clutter clearing from your home office. Those are really, really fun for me. I think you enjoy them less, but I love them and I love to listen to them later. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. They're very satisfying to listen to. And the, I like the result. It's just a process. Um, but let's listen to a clip. So, Elizabeth, paint a picture for our listeners of it's your very pretty home office, cluttered but very pretty home office. Yeah. So, our home office, it's for Adam and me. So, we have sort of his and her built in L shaped desks on either side. We have a couch, we have a rug, a chair, a lot of built in shelves yes. and drawers. But it is filled with stuff. I mean, we have everything from extra boards from when we built the shelves that we've never used to Christmas gift yes. bags, uh, New Year's Eve party stuff, bags, various bags, Halloween bags. costumes, bags. I see a pedicure kit. I see a wine glass. So it's just, it's a lot. Now I have to say, Elizabeth, the last time I was here, I noticed that wine glass was there. Yeah, it was probably a different wine glass. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I love episode 160. Yeah, and Gretchen, I have to report the clutter has built back somewhat, oh. not a ton, 
but it could use your um, your happiness bullying in here because um, I really do want it to be clear. And as you and I have discussed, I want to be able to put like certain entertaining items in the office. Yeah. And to do that, I have to clear out clutter. So I need to go deep now. Oh, I'm coming. Deep. I am coming okay. to L.A. This is happening. All right. Yeah. Okay. We will report back. Um, and then Gretchen, related to clearing clutter, I loved um, in 175 when we talked about the notion of procrastinating. Yes, this is something that we talked about, and I, we heard from a lot of listeners that this really resonates with them, which is there is helpful preparation where you're like cleaning things out and getting organized, and that can help you focus and get started on a on a project. But there's also procrastinating, clearing, which is when you're trying to find an excuse to put off working on something you don't want to work on or mm -hmm. you don't want to do. And so you say things to yourself like, oh, there's no way I can work on the annual report until I clean out every shelf in my office or there's no way that I can uh, you know, work on my PhD thesis until I vacuum every floor in the house. Um, this is something many people have, many writers often will talk about procrastinating. Yeah, I mean, Gretchen, I have to say the only time I feel like clutter clearing is when I have a deadline, you know, <laughs> and the more important the deadline, the higher the stakes, the more I feel like clearing. Yeah. So I get this. Yeah. And speaking and of- I love the name. Yes, procrastinating. It's hard to say, but it's a great, it's a great phrase. Now, in episode 183, we talked about an idea that I got from a friend of mine, somebody I work with, who who was going on maternity leave, and she said that she was going on low, it was low power mode. And she used this phrase, which I thought so perfectly characterized this thing where it's like, I'm not stepping away altogether, I'm not working at my usual intensity, but I, I'm sort of doing the minimum, the, the most essential thing, I'm going into low power mode. I love that phrase because I thought, okay, I know exactly what this means, I know exactly what to expect from our workflow now. And this was something that many listeners seem to find like, okay, oh, this is a great phrase. Like I, I want yeah. to be able to describe this kind of mode of working and it's just nice to have something where everybody kind of gets what that is. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about it after we did that, that really, in a sense, you could go on low power mode every weekend. Like if you have the yeah. kind of job where at the end of the day you have to work on weekends, you could at least say, OK, it's Friday at 5 p.m. I'm going in low power mode yeah. so that you feel like you're only doing the minimum. It doesn't just have to be for maternity leave. Right. Or vacation. It could be a, on a regular basis you do it. No, I think it is. It's one of those vocabulary terms that can kind of help you frame it in your mind in a way that's easier to change what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. Now, an idea that I came up with just in my own life, and then we turned it into a tried this at home, and people really seemed to catch people's uh, imagination, was that when Eliza went off to college, um, El Eleanor and I were worried that she might feel a little blue, a little homesick, so we made her a blues bag. And we had a lot of fun over the summer buying little things that she thought she would like, like a really excellent set of magic markers and a really cool set of um, temporary tattoos and um, kind of a, a fancy Uno set because we've spent our entire childhood, mm. their entire childhoods playing Uno. And we wrapped them and we put them in a bag and we said, every time you're feeling blue, open up a present from us. And the blues bag actually lasted the entire year. So um, yeah. she didn't like open everything up at once in like some fit of horrible homesickness. <laughs> but a lot of people talked about the blues bag as like for somebody who's sick or somebody who's going through a tough time. And what was interesting to me was was what people picked up on, which was that this thing, this this strategy was for Eleanor and me as mm. much as it was for Eliza. It was helping us manage yeah. 
our feeling of sadness and our wanting to give her like a, a beautiful kind of farewell and to stay connected with her. And we took so much pleasure in choosing the items and wrapping them and, and kind of creating this bag. And so many listeners said like, oh, it was like, I, I want, I loved this idea. I like, I had so much fun, like buying the things for this person who's like, you know, on bed rest or, or, you know, or whatever. So that was, that was great that that really resonated. Yeah. And that was in episode 186, Scratch. Yeah. Yes. Um, now yeah. I have to ask a question. So th- now she's a sophomore, I guess this year, was there no blues bag? No blues bag. No. So now she's just off. That's yeah. kind of sad in and of itself. Oh, uh, well, she didn't really need a blues Life bag. Life goes on. No, I yeah. know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. She's Now she's out of the nest. Yeah. No blues bag necessary. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay, Gretchen, 189. We talked about the notion of make life more complicated. This was a big one. This was, I felt um, like, a yeah. big insight for us. And this goes, you know, with you always say this, and it's one of my favorite things you say that, you know, whatever, whenever there's a great truth, the opposite is also true. So, you know, we do a lot about in life, you know, simplify, um, but make life more complicated is also a great truth. And you and I were partially discussing this because Sarah, my writing partner and co-host of Happier in Hollywood, was considering getting a Flemish giant <laughs> rabbit. Um, we which, were like flabbergasted uh, by this. <laughs> like we could talk of nothing else for weeks because we were couldn't wrap our minds around it. And I just want to say for any of our listeners who have not seen a picture of a Flemish giant rabbit, you must Google one now because, I mean, (laughs) these things are like the size of a golden retriever. I mean, they're huge. They look like mutants. And and the reason why it made us think about Make Life More Complicated, because to you and me, we're like, okay, Sarah is a single mom by choice. She works full-time, an incredibly intense job. She has a daughter who's six years old. She's got pets already. She's got a betta fish. She's got dogs. She's probably got other things. She's she's got um, like a summer house in Minnesota that she manages. Yeah. Um, at this time, her mother was um, in failing health. And we were like, why is she making her life more complicated? We just yes. couldn't understand it until Sarah explained that this was a way to make her life more positive in a, in a positive way. And for us, that was such a revelation that although you and I would never get the Flemish giant rabbit under any circumstances, and certainly our impulse is always to try to make life less complicated. For some people, when they're dealing with something difficult, they do like to make their life more complicated by adding in something like a new pet or a house renovation, like something that they can right. control, something that's positive. And that, they, that gives them joy. Yes. She said that this is going to be a source of joy, so it will crowd out yeah. some of the stress, um, which we thought was really interesting and just chose to show how different people are and how how they cope. Right. And we had sort of, or at least I had been like, how could you possibly explain this? But then understanding from her perspective, well, then you see, well, this does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, I have to just update on this um, in case anyone's wondering. After hearing from many of our listeners um, how much Flemish giant rabbits chew through power cords. Mm. Sarah ended up getting two guinea pigs instead. <laughs> um, and I hate guinea pigs personally, but she and Violet love them. So she now has two dogs, a fish, and two guinea pigs. 
And she wants chickens, so that's going to be a whole other episode. She's an animal person. We don't get she it, is. but she's an animal person. Yeah. Now, Gretchen, um, another of my favorite Try This at Homes this year was Choose a Holiday Motto. And that yeah. was in episode 196. And what's funny to me is, well, I'll let's play a clip of me choosing my motto, and then I'll sort of tell you what ended up happening. Coming out of this crazy work period, I have in front of me a wonderful holiday season where Sarah and I are not writing a pilot as we yeah. often are over Christmas. So I actually have this time to celebrate, to relax, to enjoy. So I just want to remind myself all is calm, all is bright. It's all good. Like, I just want to be happy, go with the flow, not get like exercised over whatever's happening that feels outside of my control. I just want to enjoy in a calm way and a happy way. So right. I love this try this at home because I feel like it was the right year for me to have a great motto. Yeah. So Gretch, that sound, I truly thought that I was going <laughs> to float through the holiday season. I thought it was going to be like the song Silver Bells. Yeah, like, yeah. I pictured myself, you know, with like birds landing on my yeah. hands, you know, I mean, and of course I was exactly as like stressed out, snappy, overwrought as I am every holiday season. So it was just funny to me that I truly thought I was going to embody all is calm, all is bright. And I really would try to remind myself of that during the holiday season, but the truth is, it is a stressful time, and um, I was stressed. So but I just you, had to laugh at myself for how much I believed that I would be some way that is not inherent to my nature. Do you think that having the motto made you more calm and bright or, or not? It may have. It may have stopped <laughs> some episode from occurring that yeah. could have been really bad. And I wasn't like I was stomping through the holiday yeah. season, but I mean— you know, it was just funny to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now, in episode 204, um, Elizabeth, you had come up with this good one of putting a Band-Aid on it. And this was an idea also that really resonated with people. Um, and I find myself thinking about it a lot. It's, it's that sometimes a situation can be worked on, dealt with, explored, probed, fixed, addressed, but then sometimes it just can't be. Sometimes it's just a question of like, can I slap a bandit on a situation and move on? Uh, sometimes you can't, but sometimes you can't. And here's you describing um, the idea of put a bandit on it. If you have something that's causing you pain and you feel like you can't fix it on a deep level, mm -hmm. you can at least put a Band-Aid on it. Uh -huh. In other words, you can acknowledge like what it is and you can say, I can't make this go away, but I can grab a Band-Aid and just keep the blood off the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> so coming up, we'll talk about some of our most popular happiness hacks of the year. But first, this break. The 
The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Elizabeth, I love the happiness hacks. I mean, this is one, I, I love all of our segments, but this is such a fun, satisfying segment. And one of my favorites is episode 180, which for that very special episode, we did a roundup of travel hacks. Mm. I have used so many of these travel hacks and they have made my travel so much easier. And now that I have this period of intense travel coming up, yes. I'm so excited to have all these things to do. It's, I love the hacks. Yes, I do too. We, and we always just keep getting more. Yes. That's the thing. There's no end. Yes. Yes. And Gretchen, I love an episode 185. Um, this is a small, which some happiness hacks are very small. Yes. But um, how to tell left from right when you're driving, just remember driver and passenger. So driver's left, passenger's right. Yeah. Because sometimes you'll go turn right and you're like, wait, which way's right? You know, just remember yeah. passenger. Yeah. And then we did a follow up hack, which I had never heard before, which I couldn't believe for bread and drink when you're setting a table. Yeah. With um, you make a B and a D with your fingers, and bread is on the B side and drink is on the D side. And I have to admit, Gretch, I never remembered that until this hack. Yeah, you may. So I can now set a table better than I could before. Well, you know which bread plate to use. That's that for me, or which which water to drink. Yeah, you use your index finger and your thumb, yes. and you bring them together, and it makes either a B or a D. Yeah, super handy. I got to say, now some people make fun of me for using this, but in 193, I talked about my bandolier, which is the brand name of like, it's basically a, a case for your phone that has a loop on it so you can wear it around your body. 
And I envisioned that I would not use it every day. I would just use it like when I was traveling because that is the key time when a bandolier is really helpful. It's like in an airport, yeah. I've got to say. When you're like in a, going to the airport, going through security, buying things, it's like it, you just know it's right around your yeah. neck. But I actually, I use my bandolier every day. I never take it off now. And um, I was just, I was at my book group the other night and somebody, a friend of mine was like, put it on and like wearing it around. I'm like, you got to get one. It's amazing. <laughs> So I love my bandolier. If you are prone to losing your phone or if you are annoyed because you're constantly like taking it and putting it out, worrying about your phone, constantly checking to see if you have your phone, uh, the bandolier just means it's it's just like attached to your body. They need a male bandolier because uh, Adam could use this. <laughs> like a man bag. They need yeah. a man bandolier. Yes. Yeah. The way they a are mandolier. now. Really, a Ooh, mandolier. A mandolier. Okay. A mandolier. Somebody come Adam up with a, a design and make a bazillion dollars. Jamie just left his uh, he just left his phone in a in an Uber the other day, and I was like, yeah, if you had been wearing this thing around your neck, you'd be okay. There you go. Adam left his on top of his car and drove off. And oh. Someone picked it up in the street and called us. Oh. Which was very nice. Gold star. Um, yes, gold star to this kind stranger who would not even take a reward. And then, Gretch, um, here was probably my favorite of the year. Um, episode 198. Somebody wrote in about the five-second rule. <laughs> She said, we've talked about the one-minute rule. You know, yeah. if you can do something in under a minute, do it. That's one of your yes. um, your rules, which I think is is so great. But then she said, hey, make the five-second rule. If you can do it in five seconds, do it. And I thought, this is for me. This is my <laughs> level of ability to clean and get things done is five seconds. Yeah. So um, I've been following the five-second rule. That's great. Uh, and then we had several hacks related to finding lost items because um, this is a, mm. it's a research suggests that some Americans spend up to an hour a day looking for misplaced objects. So this is a place where, you know, if you can stop looking for your keys, like you could read a novel in a week. You know, this is this is real time. Yeah. So one in episode 187, we talked about how to find misplaced objects by looking where you think the thing ought to be. This is weird how often it, it's actually where you thought it would be. And for some reason you just missed it. Like it's underneath something or it slipped under a cushion. If you really look hard where you think an item ought to be, it's often actually there. And you're frantically looking throughout your whole house. And then we had the listener whose husband wouldn't use the key bowl and kept mm. losing his keys. And so the question was, how do you get somebody to use the key bowl we talked about that in episode 197, but then in 199, we talked about the answer that so many people emailed us to suggest, which is the Tile app, which is you attach something to anything that you lose. It could be your phone. It could be your keys, whatever. And then on your phone, it'll help you find it. And that was like, people are like, this is a very easy fix for this. And again, you're not yes. changing him, which is hard, and his habits. Mm -hmm. You're using an app. So that was a great hack. Yes. Okay, Gretch. Well, we, we can't look back at the year without just talking about some of our favorite moments of this year in podcasting. What's one of your favorite moments? Okay, so I think this is kind of cheating because, first of all, my favorite moment is related to a Tried This at Home that we already talked about. That's the Tried This at Home of Make, more, make Life More Complicated. And it's actually not even on the Happier podcast. It's on the Happier <laughs> in Hollywood podcast. <laughs> but when you said this, I was walking down the street and I had to stop because I was laughing so hard. You were clearly flabbergasted. You were talking to Sarah about the Flemish giant rabbit. Like you were trying to at all understand how she could like contemplate this. And so she, you're talking about how these rabbits are famous for th chewing through cords. 
um, which is something that these rabbits do, which is tooth records. And here's the exchange. So it won't be in a cage. It'll just be hop. Does it even hop? Can it hop? <laughs> Does it shuffle? I assume it hops. When I heard that line, can it hop? I was like, well, if you see a picture, it's like, how does this thing move? It just looks like it would roll. I love that Sarah doesn't know. You're like, can it hop? I assume it can hop. Oh, my gosh. I'm so, I like listened to that a hundred times. Can You just sounded so like dumbfounded. Can it hop? Oh, that was one of my favorite moments. Um, well, Gretch, one of my favorite, I, not, I can't pinpoint one moment, but just subjects of the year. Yep. I feel like it's an ongoing subject slash <laughs> theme of the year is um, wearing real clothes. Yes. In episode 154, um, which was last year, you and I challenged ourselves to wear clothes for a month, which me- meant like not wearing sweats and sneakers every day, but actually wearing at least jeans and a yeah. nice shirt and shoes. <laughs> and we couldn't believe the response. Yeah. I mean, you know, we thought it was just our little odd sister thing that we didn't want to wear real clothes. Yeah. But I mean, we were inundated <laughs> um, on this topic and we had a deep dive about it um, in 158, which yeah. was this year. And But it continues to resonate with me because I feel like I've had like a revelation with this um, Mm -hmm. and the importance of of clothes um, sort of in a larger context, partly because a friend of mine was talking about how her boss sat her down. She works in a corporate environment and basically said in so many words, if you want to get promoted, you need to up your game. Mm. And was referring to clothes, to makeup, to hair. I was astonished. I Mm -hmm. couldn't believe it. But then once I said, you know what, this person has actually stated it, I realized this is sort of going on under the surface all over and people just don't know it. And so I, you know, it's like that dress for the job you want. Yes. Right. So I decided between you, the experiment you and I did and all the reaction to it and this conversation with my friend and then realizing, you know, Sarah and I want to explode. That's yes. our theme of the year. Yeah. That I am just going to embrace sort of the importance of my appearance and I'm really working on it. Yeah. Well, it's like for you, I think you feel like this is part of being ambitious. And so by doing this, you are, you're also saying to yourself, I am doing everything that I can to get where I want to go to achieve my aims to explode. And so that's good because it's like affecting how other people see you, but also how you see yourself. Yes. And that's a lot of it, which goes again, goes to dress for the job you want. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so as a result, I am losing weight. I'm going, when I go back to like being at the office all the time, I'm really going to try to not just dress nicely for a month because you and I challenge yes. each other, but I'm going to try to do it every day. And, you know, I'm thinking about my hair, my skincare, all of it, Gretch. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact is research shows that that people do take people more seriously when they look the part. So for instance, patients judge doctors to be more competent, trustworthy, and empathetic when doctors are wearing the traditional white coat rather than wearing business clothes or more casual clothes. And this is because the brain likes the familiar. And when they see something that's familiar, it creates that feeling of liking. And when you look the way someone expects you to look, 
then that helps. Now, of course, we should say you want to be aware of the dark side of this, you know, and oh, we yeah. need to accept the fact that people can, can be great at their jobs and, and be wildly successful and we should support their success and support them and think about, like, are they really competent no matter how they're dressed or how they're presenting yes. themselves? But the fact is, it's also kind of that shallow side of human nature, which is we're making snap judgments, we're moving through the world. And so it's worth thinking about. And for you, it really, it's kind of, it's sort of sticking in your mind. Like for me, I kind of did it and like, la, 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 la. It was fun to wear clothes for a month. But for you, I could tell it's like, you've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah, well, it's a tool. I want to use every tool I have. And it's not smart to ignore a tool that clearly works. Yeah. So anyway, I'll, you know, I'll report back if I keep up with it. And if I... You know, if it helps me explode. Explode. Um, well, in a very different mode, kind of the opposite of exploding, is this fantastic <laughs> Try This at Home suggestion from our guest interview, um, the brilliant um, Hollywood writer and director and producer and actor, uh, Mark Duplass. Here's Mark with his Try This at Home suggestion. You're going to lay there, and you're either going to successfully meditate over the 15 minutes or because you're laying out and so relaxed, you're going to fail at meditating and you're going to successfully nap. Yeah, Gretchen, that idea that a failed meditation is a successful yes. nap. I mean, you and I got the biggest kick out of that. Yes. For Reframe. There's no there's no wrong, <laughs> no wrong outcome. Now, Gretchen, an episode that you and I loved this year was yeah. 182 yeah. Uh, because we recorded in a log cabin mm. in Montana. Mm-hmm. And Eliza, your daughter, my niece, was our guest producer. It yes. was so fun. Yeah, that was so much fun to do that together. And it was such a beautiful setting. Um, if you're curious to know what it looks like, um, I did make a book of photographs to celebrate the weekend. Yes, and so, Gold star. Yes, that was a major undertaking, I do say, if I do say so myself. Um, I'll post a few photos on Instagram if you want to see what it looked like to do this. It was so fun. And then, um, Gretchen, we love celebrating minor holidays. That's, you know, one of your, your rules, celebrate minor holidays. And this year... We have started in episode 184 celebrating Labor Day in a very focused way. So we had hashtag happier Labor Day. Right. Just as you can use Valentine's Day to kind of think about your relationship with your sweetheart, and you can use Mother's Day and Father's Day to think about your parents and kind of express your gratitude to your parents, we thought Labor Day would be a good opportunity for people to have a, a catalyst to step back and sort of say, okay... Is my work life what I want it to be? Do I want to change something? Do I want to up my game? Do I need a new skill that I need to learn? You know, just like New Year's resolutions, you sort of think about, well, what do I want the year? Happier Labor Day is a way for people to think about their work life. And we got a really good response. I think people like to have a reason to kind of think about the big picture because it's easy to forget about the big picture when you're just managing day to day. Yeah, so we'll do that every year, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I loved episode 196, um, which was Give the Gift of a Podcast. Mm. Um, And we heard from a lot of people who really enjoyed doing this. And again, if you want to give the gift of a podcast, if you go to giftofpodcast.com, you can enter your email and you can get sort of this one-page thing where it's a certificate you can fill out to be like, Dear Elizabeth, I'm giving you the gift of the podcast, Binge Mode Harry Potter. And then there's a page of instructions if somebody needs to know how you actually like subscribe to a podcast because a lot of people don't know. Um, and this is great because we just think more podcasts for all. Everybody should be listening to podcasts. They're free. They're fabulous. Like there's something for everyone. So I love that we uh, we talked about that in episode 196. Yeah. And then Gretchen, um, 
One of my favorite moments didn't actually happen during a recording, but it was a result of recording. Mm. Um, Because in episode 199, um, you and I talked about our 18 for 2018 lists. And Mm -hmm. we went through and each said what we did and didn't accomplish on our lists. You accomplished everything. Mm -hmm. And I accomplished very, very few things. And what really um, warmed my heart was how many emails we got from people after that episode saying that they were happy to hear from me that I didn't get a lot done because it made them feel better. Uh And so I was glad that my, I won't call it a failure, but my, you know, not getting so much done on my 18 for 18 list resonated. Well, you had doubled your list, I have to say. You had doubled your list. You had a much more ambitious list. Well, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's just a reminder. The lists are supposed to be fun. Thank you, everyone, for your support. Yes. Yes. Supposed to be fun. It's not a prison. Now, Elizabeth, extremely recently in episode 208, I thought it was hilarious how you busted me for working so hard to acquire that tote bag when we were together, even though I've like I've spoken so many times about like how I need to clear clutter and specifically get rid of tote bags. Um, there I was, like, right, you know, going out of my way to bring home a tote bag. I'm like, what am I thinking? And so you did not, as oh. as, a, as a sister, you did not let me get away with that. But what's funny is at the time, it never, I'm like, well, she must have a reason because I know she wouldn't <laughs> get this tote bag if she didn't really need it because she does not want more tote bags. No, it's just pure instinct. I just can't resist a tote bag. <laughs> Of course, Crutch, one of the most exciting things about this year, I can't believe it's taken us this long. Yes. We are starting our Happier Book Club. Yes. Um, And just to remind everybody, our first selection is Danny Shapiro's book, Inheritance, which has been on the bestseller list for weeks. Um, Everybody's loving it. It's such a great read. It's so timely. It's so beautifully written. So read it and send us your comments and questions, and Danny will be on an upcoming episode. Yes, and if you need help getting more time to read, remember that on uh, GretchenRubin.com slash resources, you can get my one-pager called Reading Better Than Before. That's all about habit changes that can help you find more time to read. Um, so let us know if you had a favorite moment or a hack or tried this at home that we didn't mention. We love to know what strikes a chord with listeners. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Email us at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes for this episode. You can go to happiercast.com slash 209 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we've got demerits and gold stars related to our fourth anniversary. But first, this break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Gretchen, when I started my career, therapy really helped me work through all of my stresses so that I was able to concentrate at work and do a good job. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Gretchen Rubin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Gretchen Rubin. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. So, listen, it's time for demerits and gold stars. I and mean, they're sort of both mutual demerits and gold stars. Yes. Um, so we we kind of both get a demerit for this. Yes, we still have not convinced mom and dad to come on the show. No. And everybody wants to hear from mom and dad. Yeah. And we still haven't had on um, Adam and Jamie, our husbands, who've actually agreed to be on yeah. the show. Yeah. But we haven't made it work. So, and we everybody wants to hear from them as well. Yes. We know that this is something that people want to happen. Um, so we will, we can get the husbands. I'm not sure we're going to get mom and dad, but I think we no, can get the husbands. Not. Yeah. And the gold star, Elizabeth, for us, we're starting to plan live events. This is We've had two live events in the past, but now we're really going to do a tour. We have a tour manager now, which seems incredibly yes. real. Um, yes. I'm really excited that we're embracing it. Um, it's exciting. Yeah, and there will be many details um, soon. Yes. yeah, it's all where we will be. Yes, and we hope to see you there. Now, we also want to give a gold star for all our listeners who rated and reviewed the podcast. Mm. This really does help other listeners find the show. It's really, really important in kind of the ecosystems of podcasts. And so if you go to the show notes, I will post a very simple list of how to do it. Because I think if I say it, it's hard to follow it while someone's speaking it. But I will post just a very simple list that mm. will take you through how to rate and review. It's not hard, but it's not obvious, uh, I think, the first right. time you do it. And, but it's very easy to follow the instructions. So to go to happiercast.com slash 209 and look under demerits and gold stars. And under the gold star, you can give yourself a gold star because you're getting ready to rate and review us. Wonderful. So thank you in advance, everybody who rates and reviews. Yes. And that is it for this episode of Happier. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have been with you for four years. Thank you to our engineer, Bob Tabador. Also, thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and to everybody at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And I just said, like, please, like, rate, review, subscribe. So please rate, review, subscribe. Give yourself a gold star. And I want to give a special shout out to the people who have ordered five or more copies of Outer Order Inner Calm. Yes, if you pre-order five or more, you get a shout out on the podcast. And so I'm saying thank you to Leslie Clavey, who ordered 10 copies to give his birthday presents throughout the year, and Shelly Friend. 
acting as a true friend, she ordered five copies. So thanks, <laughs> everyone, for that. Pre-orders really help, so I appreciate that. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and Upward. Listen, I am going to go back and listen to the part about the tote bag thing yet again. I just crack up so hard. <laughs> um, this is when being co-host with your sister, it's like, you busted me hard on that one. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is I still have that. Now I'm like, I should get rid of that tote bag. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So now I have to get rid of my tote bag. Yeah, got to do it. From the Onward Project. Gretch, I know from my own experience that baby making is not always simple. There is a lack of knowledge surrounding how to get pregnant. And when you want to conceive, there can be a lack of understanding and resources. Frida Fertility is the only one-stop shop that makes it easier to make a baby with a set of solutions for everything from reproductive health to uh, ovulation tracking to conception aid. Frida is simplifying the journey to parenthood with products that help you go from trying to making a baby. Frida products are innovative, easy to use, and accessible, from ovulation prediction to at-home insemination kits. This is baby making simplified. Find Frida Fertility on Amazon, at Target, and select CVS stores near you. That's Frida Fertility, F-R-I-D-A, Frida Fertility.